0: Yo! Welcome to Simple Bitcoin. We're
1: your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution, covering news, culture, Traumatic Warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Uh, Bitcoin stays winning. Uh, apparently, according to an article from Bitcoin News, apparently 99% of digital asset investments are flowing into Bitcoin. And this is interesting because this is something that Michael Saylor predicted back in june and that is due to uh you know the current regulatory environment in the u.s but seems like people you know uh and this also kind of happens like every cycle as well you know as the as the as the altcoin just narrative just collapse and they just you know fall down because of the bear market people flee to bitcoin and i think that's what we're seeing i think that's what we're going to continue to see because bitcoin Bitcoin's the best. Why? Because it has the best incentives. Everything else is corrupted. It's inherently corrupted. The the foundation, the issuers, the creators, the CEOs are still around of those said tokens. And uh, they can change the monetary policy to benefit themselves. And they've done this in the past many, many, many times. Anyways, before we start the show, I also want to tell you about the other thing we're going to talk about today, which is very interesting. Uh... Apparently in the EU, they're touting out the idea that uh, that they want the government over there wants to have the ability to shut down social media platforms uh, when there's some type of protest or some type of thing going around. And again, you'd say, OK, what does this have to do with Bitcoin? Well, if they could shut down social media platforms like what makes you think if they don't want people talking amongst each other freely, what makes you think that they would allow people to transact amongst each other freely so every single time you know there's a call for censorship or a call for you know to to try to you know uh, stop people from communicating feel freely we always like to highlight it because i think that the battle for free speech is the front line for the battle for uh for for bitcoin right and at the end of the day like money and bitcoin it's a form of speech right at the end of the day right so we, we do like to highlight those things, but anyways, before we start the show, I want to bring up my legendary co-host. Always optimistic, kind of upset with him this morning. He knows why. <laughs> I told him before we started recording. I call I called him out on it. Now he knows. So Wait, tell
0: him tell him what you said. I'm not gonna tell him what I said. <laughs> oh my god, you're What's cracking up? me up. What's, What's up, up, bro? Dude? How you doing? Uh, you know I love you, bro. You know I love you. <laughs> What's up, everyone? How are you doing? Uh, good to be here. We are, we're hyped. Uh, just, you know, doing, doing things. We're live. It's Friday. And uh, I'm excited for this. It, it's something we've been talking about for a minute. Bitcoin just keeps winning. We just keep winning throughout this whole journey. And it's, it's absolutely awesome to see other people wake up to what is going on. Um, But, Life's good, man. It's good just to be a Bitcoiner and uh, we're winning. We're winning and everyone else is waking up to our narrative. So let's get into this though, Nico. I think we've we've talked enough.
1: No, 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 bro. It's because we have to tell everybody. So Opti and Chris, are talking in and Opti totally did not tell me. Shut
0: up. That's
1: literally what's happening. I had to find out from a third party, which is, that's,
0: that's hey, wait, wait, what do, what's this uh, ticker you have over here <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, everybody, it's
1: Friday. we We like to have fun on the Friday episode. No more delay. Let's jump straight into the numbers. We got a lot to talk about today, everybody. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin numbers Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase? really secure stamp seeds. Do it yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper not allowing you to huddle your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, everybody. If you guys want to check out the Stamp Seed, properly secure your generational wealth. You could scan the QR code screen. You could scan the QR code on your screen right now, and it'll take you directly to the website. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is twenty nine thousand eight hundred and thirty sats per dollar. Three thousand five hundred. Three thousand three hundred fifty two. Block height 799,639. Blocks to having 40,361. Having estimates April 20th, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity 4,944. Bitcoin capacity value 147 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation 1.76%. My favorite stat out of all this because it continues to embarrass and take fiat currencies to absolute school. The market capitalization of Bitcoin, $579 billion, with a B. Bitcoin versus gold market cap, 4.47%. And that number is destined to go up forever. Forever, Laura. Forever. Anyways, I have a clip for you guys. Uh, and it is from Dean. Uh and he says Bitcoin adoption is not optional and it's something that we've said many many times on Simply Bitcoin but I think Safedine has it just he, he has a way with words uh to say the least uh anyways all right everybody let's check it out and then Opti9 will talk about it
2: it's not optional I mean you will either move there or you will watch your wealth Lose its value as the people who put their money there appreciate. You know, I mean, just think about it. You know, if you have a million dollars and you put them in a currency that's constantly depreciating, where somebody has ten thousand dollars and puts them in a currency that's constantly appreciating, it's only a matter of time until they overtake you. And you know, people are not stupid; they will realize this and they will want to move forward. So, the, when I talk when when I talk about Bitcoin adoption, people think of it as being like, say. Um, apple iphone adoption you know it's very nice and very cute and then people will buy it but i think that's not the model for bitcoin bitcoin is more like gunpowder adoption you know if you think about it did the french army have a choice whether they should adopt gunpowder or not you know did they decide no you know what we like to keep it real with sticks and stones and swords and uh, and we're not going to use gunpowder if you know any army that decided to do this It Didn't matter because then another army with gunpowder would come and take over France So eventually everywhere in the world ended up with gunpowder either because people adopted it or because it was used against them And I think Bitcoin is like that Bitcoin is like financial gunpowder It's the safest way of sending money halfway around the world the most secure way and it's the hardest money that we've ever invented so it's not something that is, you know, whether we should or want to or whether people, you know, we, we try to win people over. And this, you know, this is why my book is not marketing for Bitcoin, because I don't think marketing for Bitcoin matters. At the end of the day, this is economic reality. The harder money will, min, will win, you know. Gold beats silver, and I discuss this in my book not because um uh, you know there was better marketing for gold or there was better propaganda for gold it beat silver because of economic reality gold grew at a much slower rate than silver the value of silver declined and i think this is this is really the the, the case with um uh, with, with bitcoin i think in the long run
1: bro you <laughs> dude safidine is a beast man Wow. Wow. Yeah, Uh, it's so true. I mean, I love the fact that he brought up like that historical example about gunpowder and how it was a necessity for uh, basically, you know, when that was introduced into warfare, it was a necessity for other countries or, you know, opponents to adopt it as quickly as possible, because if not, they would literally be outgunned. Right. And I love the fact that he made that analogy, right, where it's like Bitcoin... Is he's like it sure feels like an option right now, but over time it will start to become apparent to everybody that no, like th- this is just better money. Like this thing is a necessity, and I don't think Safadine's just like it's just not feel like he's just not theorizing that right. Like uh, literally about a week or week, a week or two ago, you had the CEO of BlackRock, which is the largest asset manager in the world, literally telling people on CNBC, we played you guys a clip when it dropped, literally telling everybody that Bitcoin was become was gonna become an international asset and is gonna be, you know, it's superior to fiat in many, many ways, right? Of course, he was like shilling his, his ETF product in the process, but I think that's the testament to Bitcoin's incentives. I think that's a testament to the fact that Bitcoin is just superior money. It's just better money than fiat money. And I think that over time, it will become incredibly apparent. And I think it's it's a bottom up thing. Like I think it's happening in the global south first. And I think the movement will slowly migrate to, uh, will slowly migrate to the the, devel- the developed countries which have stronger fiat currencies. Therefore the people are less incentivized to seek alternatives. Uh, but yeah, it, I completely agree with Safedin, and I love the fact that he used uh, that historical analogy because it was it was a great one. It was because, dude, at the end of the day, like, bro, like, it gunpowder changed everything. Like, you know, you you no, you no longer had knights in in shiny armor anymore because those bullets would just go straight through, right? Completely changed the way that people kind of think about warfare, and I think Bitcoin does the same for money. It completely changes the way that you think about money. Uh not only from a savings, it literally changes the way that you think of your perception of the world entirely, right? Um, anyways, Opti, what, what are your thoughts on this, brother?
0: Yeah, well, I fully agree. Um we say it all the time, it's Bitcoin or slavery. I don't think Bitcoin is an option. Uh it like we there is no alternative to Bitcoin. The fiat world is absolutely wrecked. Uh fiat money is fake and uh, i don't know about you but what is the other options we live in a digital world we need a digital money and you think going back to gold is going to fix the problems of fiat money it's like gold's the very reason why we are on the fiat standard in the first place and to safety's point like you cannot isolate yourself from the consequences of choosing a bad money this is what we're seeing right now all roads lead to bitcoin and the only choice you really have is bitcoin or slavery. Like. Use a, a a bad money that is forced upon you or opt into Bitcoin, a permissionless money that is hard cap that goes up forever. Like this is the economic reality. And we're seeing it around the world that people are waking up to the 10x improvement that Bitcoin is to every other money in the world. Like any other way to transact in the digital world is not good compared to Bitcoin. Like as simply as you can put it, Bitcoin is the best way to transact in the digital world. Bitcoin is the best way to store value in the modern world. Um, you know, there's other things like real estate or whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to knock on those ones, but like, if you look at the world with a clear lens right now, um, I think you eventually will get to the point that you have to adopt Bitcoin. Like even if it's just a little bit of your, your net worth, your savings, you got to have some in Bitcoin because everything else is going to zero against Bitcoin. Like they're going to continue to print money. Um, and there's no way to store your value. And what else are you going to do? Like, I, I completely agree. Like Bitcoin is gunpowder and he's been using that analogy for a while. And, um, you know, it, people are saying it, it sounds a little, uh, like a Jason Lowry thesis in here, but he's been saying this for years, and Bitcoin is a protection. What he's saying is like you cannot isolate yourself from the consequences of a bad money versus a good money. So I completely agree. And and shout out to safety and he's he's got a way with words. It, it, <laughs> I wish I could speak that eloquently, but hey, that's why we got him and that's why we bring in the, the clips over here on the show so that he can continue to give the software. He he
1: wrote like the most significant economic book. Like, I think in, you know, like the Bitcoin standard, I think people I think people underestimate how significant that book is going to be a decade from now or two decades from now. Like, you know, and he obviously he wrote that book. So his understanding of this, um, like not only the history of money, but just like the history of the world and what the significance uh, of Bitcoin is and how it completely kind of changes the power dynamics between individuals and the state. Um, how, you know, it, it, the consequence, like the significance of what Bitcoin is going to do. He wrote an entire book on that, man. So like, obviously he's going to be super, super eloquent when he kind of describes it as, you know, Bitcoin is not optional. And look, mind you, this is also a man who's just made the, uh, the economic advisor of El Salvador, right? Safedine was just tapped on the shoulder for to do that. Um, and, you know, he's he's basically making the case to everybody. It's like, look, like Bitcoin, regardless of the propaganda, what he said, regardless of the storytelling, regardless of, you know, all the things we're, we're you know, what we do at Simply Bitcoin and what other awesome Bitcoin companies do as well, like, you know, Bitcoin's going to win at the end because it's just better money. Um, and uh, he used that gunpowder example. And I think it was it was very, very well put together. Anyways, Opti, uh, shall we hit the news, brother?
0: Go on.
1: Time for the news.
0: The Daily News.
1: The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade. Built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self custody of your Bitcoin. All right, guys. I also want to tell you about the Orange Pill app. They are building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you. It's me. It's Opti. It's Satoshi. Download the Orange Pill app for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other Bitcoiners that live near you, and you can even go into the app totally anon and search other, search for other Bitcoiners by common interest. Orange Pill app is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin only events. If you want to meet other Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. Sign up through the App Store and you can even pay in sats. And of course, Opti, I appreciate all the love that we're receiving and we try to respond to each and every single one of your messages anyways everybody let's get to the big news for today so let's check out this article bitcoin dominates new digital asset investments accounting for 99 percent of inflow uh according to this article it says according to data from coinshare bitcoin overwhelmingly dominates new digital asset investments according for an, asto- uh, accounting for an astonishing 99 of the total investment uh, and total investments inflow investors continue to show a strong preference for bitcoin as they channel their investments in to the digital asset market. Last week, the digital asset investments product witnessed a noteworthy influx of 137 million US dollars. Coinshare reports that after incorporating some late. Some late updates to the previous week data, the cumulative inflows over the past four weeks reach an impressive $742 U.S. million, making the most substantial consecutive run of inflows since the final quarter of 2021. Of the total investment inflow to the digital asset market, Bitcoin secures an overwhelming 99% share. However, short Bitcoin investment products face their 12th consecutive week of outflows, losing $3.2 million. As a result of this combination of price appreciation and outflows, the total assets under management for the short Bitcoin investments have plummeted from their peak of $198 million in April to a mere $55 million. So, I mean, it's I feel like this has happened basically... Uh, this happened last cycle where just altcoins get absolutely fucking crushed in 2018. But I think that uh, 2018 after the peak of 2017. But I think this time's a little bit different. And the reason I'm saying that, um, and the reason I'm not saying that, the reason that Sailor's saying that um, is based on the regulatory environment here in the US. So this is a quote from Saylor. it says, the SEC's view is crypto exchanges should trade and hold pure digital commodities like Bitcoin. And so the entire industry is kind of destined to be rationalized down to a Bitcoin-focused industry with maybe half a dozen to a dozen other proof-of-work tokens. Um, do you guys agree with that? Let us know down in the comments. But look, I mean, Opti, is it is that Bitcoin is it, is Bitcoin finally breaking out from the pack? Is it you know are things finally changing? Are people finally starting to see you know the writing on the wall that Bitcoin is different? Or is just this just or is this part of the general market cycle of you know there's a bull market uh, and then the year after the bull market the uh, the altcoins get absolutely fucking crushed Um, and you know but I would like to think it's different I mean Bitcoin's legal tender in a country uh, public companies are holding Bitcoin as an alternative to fiat you know you have the BlackRock Bitcoin ETF. I mean, those are all things that are pointing that are saying like, OK, you know, like things are really, really different now. It's it's you know, it's it's truly Bitcoin. Um, or do you think this shit thing is still going to be around next cycle?
0: What are your thoughts? Um, well, first and foremost, I think shit will be around as much as it hurts me to say. Um, this is just the part of the bear market where all the shit start to orange wash their message and come back to Bitcoin because it's the only safe bet. But once things start pumping, I'm convinced that, you know, people will start pumping shitcoins coins once again. And, and that's just uh, where we are right now. I don't think shitcoins coins are going to die yet, uh, even though I would like to see them die. They're just going to, uh, you know, stick around for a little bit. There's going to be an influx of new dumb money, and they are going to look for something else. Look for the next Bitcoin. But uh, my personal view is I am convinced that shitcoins coins are dead in the U S like it's becoming very, very clear. Not only that, but in the last year or so it's, it, it it's never been clear to me that shitcoins coins are completely irrelevant. Like I, you know, shout out to all you Bitcoiners that still, you know, are on Twitter talking shit to big uh, shit coiners. Uh, but personally, I, I think it's a waste of time. Like I, I really believe that the shitcoin coin narratives have been destroyed and Bitcoin has clearly become the leader of the pack. Yes. There's what, i don't know 15,000 altcoins or whatever but they're all pump and dumps and and we know we know the game guys that you know they become uh bitcoin uh affinity scams they say that their bitcoins uh this is you know this is also a bitcoin product and this will help the world this will help bitcoin adoption and then they pump and then they dump on you and it's just like I think it's becoming very clear to anyone that's been around for a cycle or two that Bitcoin is very clearly winning. And uh, I think moving forward, it's becoming even more and more clear that shit coins are completely irrelevant to what's going on over here. They're a distraction. The only use case of shitcoins is distracting the regulators. So they just get caught up and start shooting shit coins and Bitcoin just keeps winning. So in my opinion, I, I think I think Bitcoin very clearly has proven time and time again that it is the leader of the pack and there's only Bitcoin and uh, it's Bitcoin and then there's shit coins. And I, I don't. I don't see any other signs that that is the case. Like I, you know, hey, kudos to you guys that can still sit in the trenches and talk and you know destroy shitcoin narratives. But it's been destroyed since like since I got in here at 2017. So it's like, you know, you know, do what, pick your poison. But I really do think that Bitcoin has very clearly become the winner, and it's showing that it will be. And moving forward in the this cycle and the next cycle, it's going to be very clear that Bitcoin has won. 100%.
1: 100%. I, I completely agree with you. Also, shout out to Skagoo 5 He says, we need seventy more, 71 more likes for 100. Come on, guys and gals. That's right. Smash the like button if you're enjoying the show. I think we're currently at 53 likes. So we need... 47 likes to break that 100 mark. I think we've been on a roll, Opti. We, we've broken that that 100 like level. Uh, you know, I think it's been like two weeks in a row. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we keep the trend going. Anyways, in other news, guys, I want to cover this. So EU's internal commissioner wants to shut down social media and social unrest. Social media platforms like TikTok and Snapchat will will face possible shutdowns when they don't crack down on problematic content during riots under EU's Digital Service Act. Uh, It goes on to say, Breton, a French politician, was responding in a French radio interview to comments by uh, French President Emmanuel Macron that floated closing some social media to clamp down on riots. Quote, When there is hateful content, uh, hateful, when there is hateful content, Content that calls, for example, for revolt that also calls for killing and burning cars, they will be required to delete immediately. Breton said in an interview on France, it goes on to say, if they fail to do so, they will be immediately sanctioned. We have teams who can intervene immediately. If they don't act immediately, then yes, at at that point, we'll be able, we'll be able not only to impose a fine, but also to ban the platform on our territory. I mean, look, um, and then at the very end, rightly so, some critics liked in this to measures seen in authoritarian states like China and Iran. Uh, it goes on to say, Bretton also said the commission will carry out a stress test on TikTok next week to check out how ready it is to comply with the new rules. Twitter has already done a test and Meta has agreed to be tested this month. Um, I mean, look, uh, so you you have these platforms that are like compatible with the current system. And first of all, I also want to like advocate for, uh, the fact that, you know, I think it, it, violence is wrong. Uh, you know, burning cars is wrong and stuff. You should not break the law. Right. But I, I think that politicians have used this term a lot to label, uh, speech that they don't necessarily like, right? It's just like they use that I've heard that many 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 times, like hate speech, hate speech, hate speech. I've heard that. And look, we we you know, at simply we we hate actual hate speech. You know, we, I don't think and I don't think the world has has space for that. Um and all those horrible things. However, um I think politicians, you know, conveniently use that term to shut down actual criticisms of their policies and actual things that they're doing that is unrelated to you know uh actual hate speech like you know like you know calling someone bad names or you know mentioning someone's race or you know all those you know or religion or whatever and all that bs right but i think politicians use that word a lot to say look you're questioning one of my policies um you know that's hate speech we must get it removed so that's kind of like a slippery slope and then you kind of have to, like, look at how Nostra works and you kind of have to look at, like, how Bitcoin works. Like, there is no censorship. Like you can't just deplatform a Nostra account. You can't just censor a Nostra account, right? So, and I think what that's going to do, like, over the long term, is I think it's going to, like, serve as a forcing function for these politicians to actually take responsibility for their policies and i think it's going to actually also serve as a forcing function for policy uh, for politicians to tell the truth because their ability to control the narrative um is being diminished by the minute right uh 10 years ago you know the american public was sell was sold on the factor m- many years more than 10 years ago but the american public was sold on the fact that iraq had weapons of mass destruction right and the New York Times, you know, they sold, they, they wrote this, this piece and it's like, you know, Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. Um, those news sources, uh, they don't have the same credibility anymore. Um, it, especially like if, you know, you're, you're younger, you're in the younger generations or you're, you're, just, you're just a based individual overall, like you're not getting your information from a single source. Like you're getting your information from multiple sources. You're on Twitter. You're kind of connecting the dots. You're like, oh, this is what, uh, you know, this is what Elon said. This is what this person said. And you're kind of like, you know, doing your own research and connecting the dots by yourself. And then that makes it very difficult for, uh, for governments to just control the narrative, right? And I think one of the things or the themes that we've talked about on Simply Bitcoin for a long time now is I think we're kind of witnessing, we're living through this like era in history where uh, w- which i call the great disintermediation where we're watching the disintermediation of information right and also the disintermediation of money and it's kind of like overlapping it's happening at the same time and it's also causing a lot of chaos right like the question is why are there riots in France in the first place do you think and i have a question for you guys do you think that if we had we had good money right um, that wasn't stealing from people and wasn't taking away economic opportunity. Do you think there would there would be riots in the first place? Perhaps, maybe, right? But I really, really believe that if you fix the money, you fix the world. And a lot of the world's problems right now, whether you know it's economic hardships or you know a lot of these things that are happening, um, are caused because the base layer of society is fundamentally corrupted. It's fundamentally broken, and you can't build. On a corrupted base layer, and I think the world is is just like sitting on this corrupted base layer, and it's unstable, and it's unjust, right? the The wealth redistribution mechanisms benefit the super the the super wealthy. Um, they benefit the government, but if you're in the lower and middle classes, which is the majority of society. Uh, you know, you're you're getting poorer. Your your wages have not even kept up with inflation. You can't afford anything. In fact, at the Contillionaire Conference, they're literally telling you you'll own nothing and be happy. Like it's it's gotten to that point, right? Um, so yeah, man. Uh, I think all censorship is wrong. I think if I said otherwise, I would I wouldn't be a Bitcoiner fundamentally. I wouldn't agree with Noster. Now, that's, that's not to say that I, you know, that there's some things that you say that are I, I would consider rude, I would consider, you know, uh, bullshit, I would consider mean, you know, hateful in a sense, but that's my opinion, right? And I'm entitled to have my opinion, but I've seen this time and time again where anything that you don't like is hate speech and that they use that as like this common, uh, you know, common uh, censorship justification And yeah, so I don't know, Opti. I mean, I feel like these types of things are going to keep going. And I just want to like propose a question to you. If they don't even want us talking freely amongst each other, like what makes you think that they would be okay with us transacting freely amongst each other? Like, you know, if, if they can't be okay with information, like, can you imagine money? I don't think that they could ever see a world where they don't have control of the money. And I think that CBDCs are a perfect example of just that, right? That's the world that they want you to live in. And then they're basically telling you like, dude, like you could trust us. Like we're going to respect your privacy. Yeah. But when shit hits the fan and there's riots on the street, it's like not nah, privacy. What are you talking about? Fuck that. You know, we're going to censor you. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to take that off the internet. So, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. Uh, It, it, it really is. You know, and it kind of reminds me of, like, the the First Amendment in the U.S. And it gets a, it gets a tremendous amount of criticism sometimes, right? Because it's like, you know, government, should, you know, basically Congress should make no law uh, abridging free speech, right? So they, they don't want the government being involved in censoring, right? And the reason for that is because what tends to happen, it's human nature, is that the, those in power will censor in order to uh, to protect their own political moat, right? And Bitcoin kind of functions in a very similar uh, in, a, in a very similar way where there is no one single person that can censor another single person's Bitcoin transaction. And again, like there's there, there's the two systems, and I think that there's pros and cons to both. Um, I could tell you what system I would prefer to live in, It's it's in a system where there's no bureaucratic elite or a privileged few that get to censor other people, Um, because I think history has shown that they uh, that those in power have used that uh, privilege in order to uh, to protect their political moats or to protect their own wealth and to protect all that stuff. And I mean, look, this is why Bitcoin's important, man. But anyways, I went on a little bit of a, of a tangent, Opti. But, uh, but, man, what do you think, dude? This is, this is a crazy world, bro. You know, like, if, 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 you peasants, why are you riding? Just shut the fuck up. We're going <laughs> to censor you. you, you don't, we don't, we don't want to hear your thoughts.
0: Well, you asked a question. I forget what what the question was that you actually posed. But thankfully those uh, these same people don't have a choice in stopping us from using freedom money. Hence why you know you run a node. You do your best to be a part of the Bitcoin circular economy. You take your Bitcoin into self-custody because as long as it's not an exchange, uh, you know, come and take it. They're going to have to come door to door and take all the Bitcoin out of our hands. And personally, like, I don't give a fuck what these parasites think. It's absolute madness that they're trying to stop social media. Like, that's just straight up crazy talk. It's simply censoring dissent. Like, let's not fix the problem. Let's just stop people from talking about the problem. Like, Kind of clown world do we live in, and and the worst part is people eating this hook line and hook line and sinker like absolute lols. This is just it, it's 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 bananas. Anyways, like just how we're being forced to use a bad money, uh, the parasitic class is doing their best to force an ideology an ideology on everyone, and people are fighting against it. And uh, if if this was popular, um, whatever whatever uh, the. Government or bureaucrats are trying to do, they wouldn't have to force the conversation. They wouldn't have to try to force the information down your throat. And this is why social media is so powerful. This is why Nostra is so powerful. This is why Bitcoin is so powerful because it's the disintermediation of information. And obviously, money is simply information, it's a, you know, the data set of value. And it all is connected. And this is why we are free speech maxis, uh, you know, and Obviously, freedom money maxis because like, look, they can do whatever they can to try to stop the financial world, the, the world that we've been living in the last hundred years and, and this establishment, this this madness. Uh, they can try to stop this all they want, but it's obviously eroding in real time and they're doing whatever they can to try to control that. Again, I, you, know, you guys can say what you want, but remember the article by Bukele. Do not drink the elite's Kool-Aid. The only thing they have is the monopoly on truth and the monopoly on information. And this is what's happening. It's them just trying to control the conversation and people are fighting back and they're going on social media and spreading the truth and, and, and talking about their opinions with everyone. And this is absolutely terrifying, the parasitic class. And so what are they going to do? Hey, let's not fix the problem here. You know the problem of bad money about bad uh, policies. Let's just stop you peasants from talking. Like it's absolute fucking madness. This is this this is fucking insane. This is I, I hate to say it all the time. Uh, peak clown world, but I'm pretty sure it's going to get even more peaky. <laughs> uh,
1: more, more clown world. hundred percent, and you know, and the the I, I, I it's interesting because we we see a country that has adopted a Bitcoin standard. And I think because they've adopted a Bitcoin standard, again, that this is just a theory, but I, I'm, I guess I'm saying it because I've seen what Bitcoin has done to my life, what it's done to Opti's life. But what I'm saying is that we have a society, we have a country who's decided to kind of fix that base layer in their country. And that country coincidentally happens to have, you know, Naim Bukele who's in power, who has a 90% approval rating you know, business is thriving. Uh, the economy is thriving, right? So maybe it is a coincidence. Maybe, maybe the two are completely not related. I've, I, you know, we've had people on on Twitter, you know, say that like Nico. One hat doesn't have to do with the other. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But that's a that's a big coincidence, right? The co- the country that made Bitcoin legal tender is just having all these successes. Like maybe it is a coincidence. Maybe I'm seeing something that's not there. But I know what it's done to my life. I know what it's done to Opti's life. I know what it's done to the people around me that have decided to move to a Bitcoin standard. All of a sudden, they kind of see that you know it's not the political left or it's not the political right that is responsible for their woes, their economic hardships, you know, their struggles. It's literally the fact that the bro- that the money's broken. And then what I've noticed as well is that Bitcoin functions as this great unifier, right? Whatever your ideology is, you you come together. And the common denominator is Bitcoin, right? Um, So, like, I've seen that happen before. Maybe that's happening in El Salvador. Maybe I'm seeing, maybe it's too soon to tell. But it sure looks like it from my perspective, looking out into clown world and literally having, you know, Christy Lagarde go on TV totally deadpan serious Look into the camera and say, this is my signature, but you get to design this paper fucking trash that we could just pin out of thin air. Like, like, come on now. Like, you know, and and then think about it. Like, like (laughs) that, that she's being and think about the significance of what she's talking about. Right. Like she's literally telling you, right, that uh, that the money you're going to use. So. And as much as you say, like, I, I don't, I'm not involved in that. Like, I just, I just work and I just have this job. Like, look, you're working for, if you live in Europe, you're working for euros. Like, it does impact you. It does affect you. It, it, it has an influence on your life. Even if you choose to kind of bury your head in the sand and act like an ostrich, it's still happening. Right? And now we have a solution to this. And that solution is Bitcoin, right? That solution is to opt out entirely and get on the party of orange. Get on the side of orange, right? Because if not, then you're on the side of green. And I do believe that you know, on the side of green, you have nihilism, you have poverty, you have war, you have these, you know, these like these the 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 these riots that I think are the uh, unintended or the unintended consequence of a society that is built on the foundation of fiat money my two sats. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe a crazy Bitcoiner, maybe I've been here too long and I talk about this every day. I'm starting to see things that, uh, that aren't there, but I'll tell you what, guys, we, we've been, uh, I don't know, Opti, like you look back on our shows, like six, six months, a year, like a year ago, uh, we, we've called some stuff before, so I don't know, maybe you call us crazy Bitcoiners, but that's how it looks like from my perspective. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the culture. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out.
3: The Daily Culture.
1: All right, guys, I want to tell you about the largest Bitcoin festival on the West Coast, the Pacific Bitcoin Festival. It's going to be October 5th through the 6th in Los Angeles, California. They rent out an airplane hangar. It's absolutely epic. I went last year. It was a really, really great time. Uh, The speaker list currently includes Lynn Alden, Greg Foss, Alex Gladstein, Preston Pish, Corey Clipston, and many, many more to be announced. You guys, you don't want to miss this Bitcoin festival, this Bitcoin celebration, Pacific Bitcoin in Los Angeles, California. Use the promo code SIMPLY to get yourself a 20% discount. Anyways, Opti, uh, yes, I'm so glad that you are uh, kind of following up my rant with this yeah
0: um, I, and and also the, this this tweet here guys uh, it reminded me of a classic grip but b- before I get here uh, it is Friday um, you know this is the culture this is about keeping your head on straight and understanding what's going on in the world and I think it couldn't have been more fitting than what we were just talking about in the numbers and the news and uh, here's uh, what do you, I don't know what you call these on Noster tweets or posts or w- whatever. I don't. I don't know what they call it on Noster, but this was uh, American Hotel on Noster, and I think this is a message that needs to get spread more often and of course this is the culture where you know sometimes we get a little more philosophical we, we try to get your mind straight get get you in the the mental perspective of what you need to do and you know I'm, before you guys start calling me self-help guru opti I, I think this is just a message that more people need right now in life there's two choices to be made you either complain about stuff or you take some action and you fix your shit anyways hodl tweeted or posted on Noster this. He goes, three mental shifts that vastly improve my quality of life. One, making peace with the fact that the world is extremely fucked up and all you can do is what you can, where you are, and with what you have available to you. Second, finding pleasure and enjoyment in the ordinary, the mundane, and the everyday. And three, embracing the process of achieving health, wealth, and happiness, knowing that each is a permanent and lifelong journey with no end destination. And we talk about this all the time on Twitter Spaces and even on the show. You know, I do my best to kind of explain to everyone my thesis here, which is like, you are a walking billboard for the Bitcoin message. And it's a... it's important for everyone to understand that. But seeing this tweet reminded me, and I saw this go around, I think it was on the Swan account or no, it was a Nat Brunel's hard money show. She she did some post and and she used this in the beginning. And this is one of my favorite videos here, guys. And shouts out to again American Hoddle because this is this is the vibe, guys. This is what I keep trying to tell you guys. This is what we keep trying to show you on the show. Constantly beat this message into your head. You can Be nihilistic or you can be optimistic. You can choose Bitcoin or you can stay in slavery. These are the choices. But either way, you're going to make a choice, whether you – are sticking into the monopoly of violence of, of state violence and just going along with the status quo with what they tell you, dude. Are we in sync by accident? Like I feel in like this is I, totally by accident. Yeah, one hundred percent. Always. Wow. All right, all right. Let's let's play this video and then and then we'll talk about it because this is by far one of my favorite videos of Huddle. Love Huddle. Uh, you know, love him or hate him, he be spitting facts on this one. So let's let's get into this
3: if you're new and you're first coming in and other people are telling you that the maximalists are they're close-minded bro and they don't understand and they're stupid and this and that bitcoin maximalists are people with experience you know the pleb movement was a bunch of people who got dumped on by the ico promoters and all the bad actors from 2017 and they realized that the only thing that's real here is bitcoin and that bitcoin is the risk-free rate and that by just doing very simple listen Hodling Bitcoin is very simple, but it's not easy. It's fucking difficult. Every single day, you have to wake up and you have to make the decision to hodl. You're gonna have to learn some self-discipline, some self-responsibility, some self-control. I mean, caveat emptor, like, buyer beware that like one of the things I've been saying is that if you go out and tell lies in mainstream traditional advertising the FCC is looking out for you Burger King can't come out with a whopper and be like this whopper cures cancer but a shitcoin can come out with anything they want and say that it does anything they want and because you're used to living in a nerfed world where there are guardians who protect you from evil manipulators and liars, right? You're used to things that are are being told to you in mainstream media being true or more or less true. And so you just go, oh, yeah, well, if Burger King says it cures cancer, then it must cure cancer. I guess I'll eat a bunch of Whoppers, right? <laughs> That's what you're doing. That's literally what you're doing when you're believing a shitcoin sales pitch. There's no one going to step in and save you. You got to step in and save you. You gotta love yourself, you gotta love yourself. Buying shit coins is nihilism. You're just going like, my life is shit, everything around me is shit, I have no hope for the future, I'm gonna put 10,000 bucks in this thing and maybe it's gonna thousand X in the next two months. I don't care if it's an absolute piece of shit, I don't care if it does nothing for the world, I don't care if it's vaporware, I'm either going to sleep in a tent or I'm going to fucking buy a Lamborghini. That's nihilism. That's fatalistic. Bitcoin is rational optimism. You're putting aside something for future you. You're saying, I have a future. I love myself. Things are going to be better for me. I'm going to have a fucking family. I'm going to crawl my way out of this fucking morass. I find myself in. That's a revolutionary action to like actually love yourself and to actually do the right thing for yourself and put aside money for your fucking future. So hodling starts with self-love. Shitcoiners are into Bitcoin too, man. They're just into your Bitcoin. They want your fucking Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
3: damn, uh, I fucking I love, love that clip. That's wow. one of my favorite wow. clips.
0: Wow, and I, wow, and I think it really was... connects what we've been saying in the numbers and the news. I am convinced that shitcoins, like that narrative, is done and uh you know if you're a shit coiner yes I, i remember being nihilistic as well and just like hey fuck it all let's just you know try to get by get some get some excited and uh you know like just just dive deep into shitcoinery maybe make a bet and life you know will get better whereas bitcoiners you know hey it's not glorious the blueprint is not glorious it's like you know saving isn't as sexy as saying hey i you know i put 10k in a shitcoin and i became a millionaire uh but I think the world is full with so much nihilism, especially when you consider like all the crazy news that we're seeing, everything that you see constantly, you're constantly bombarded with so much madness and 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 just so much ridiculous stuff in the world that <clears throat> excuse me, that is hard to even have any optimism. and what do we always say, Nico, you always bring up MVK's handle what's it deterministic optimism? It's like yeah I mean, before I even fully understood the moniker of Optimus Fields. I I just inherently knew that this is what I needed. I needed purpose. I needed, I needed to look for something better to, as, as Hoddle saying, you know, love myself a little more. And it's just, it's funny that it's so simple. All you need to do is save for future you pay yourself first, and then you will start to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Like as you save in something that doesn't go down in value, you can start to live a better life. And again, You know, like it's all a mind shift, a mind, a perspective shift. Sorry, I'm blanking on the word. And I don't know, as a Bitcoiner, as the meme goes, Bitcoin changes you, you don't change Bitcoin. And I just, I, this is just the message that I think more people should hear. This is the message I want more people to understand because it really does help you live a better life. And I'm convinced that that's the thing that we need to do. Again, we're in the, in the, the narrative trench warfare of winning the hearts and minds of the masses. And you know, when you put aside the technicals of Bitcoin, uh, we just have a better story. It's like, do you you want freedom or do you want to be a slave? Do you want to build something of value or do you just want to keep getting stuck in the rat race? I don't know about you, but I've made my choice. It is Bitcoin or slavery. And future me is going to be very happy that I'm stacking sats, that I'm hodling, that I'm storing my value in Bitcoin, because I, I don't just do this for my first name. I do it for my last name. And I think Bitcoiners really are out here trying to change the world, whether you agree with it or not. We see a problem in the world and we are doing our best to spread the solution, which we think is Bitcoin. Fix the money, fix the world, all the memes. You already know all the memes. Anyways, Nico. Uh, it's probably been a minute since you heard HODL in that video, and uh, it couldn't—it couldn't have uh, been at a better time,
1: dude. I mean, like that—that that person. It seems like they—they, they, uh, you know, they—they they understand the power of music, bro. Uh, oh, yeah, the music. Kind of Let's adding... hope uh, it doesn't
0: get copyright. I thought I got the one without the music, but hey,
1: whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it seemed like how rehearsed that, but like he did that off the top of his head. That was, that was talk from the heart and you know, that made it ever so more impactful. Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that he says, you got to love yourself and you know, shit coins are nihilism. And I would even say fiat is nihilism as well. And kind of connect with what we were talking about during the news segment. Um, the 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 majority of the world is nihilistic because they're living on a shitcoin. And when I say shitcoin, I mean fiat money and shitcoins, right? They're not living on a Bitcoin standard. Um, and I think that incentivizes short-term thinking. I think it, it, you know, and it's responsible for a lot of people's worlds. Broken money, broken world. You know, good money, good world. That is, I mean, maybe... Some people get upset because they're like, Miko, like you put so much emphasis on money. And it's like, yeah, fine. You're right. But like, you know, why do you go to work? You know, why, you know, how do you pay for food? How do you pay whatever? Like it it is part of your life, whether, you know, you, you, uh, if you live, of course, like if you, you know, if you live in a city or you live in a society, right. You know, if you live on a, on like an abandoned Island in the middle of nowhere, um, you know, and you're living off coconuts and the ocean and you're fishing and whatever. Yeah, but having a trillion dollars, it will have no material benefit to you, right? Um, but I would say most people live in cities. Most people have families. Uh, most people work for their families. Uh, so there is kind of like this necessity of of money. And if there's a necessity of money, then wouldn't you want to use the best money? Wouldn't you want to use the the money that, that uh, there is no individual on the planet um, that can create more of this, therefore debasing what you're holding? Like, don't you want that money? Um, or do you want a crappy money? Um, or, you know, maybe you live in the woods and maybe you don't need money, but I'm sure the vast majority of you don't fit into that category. So, yeah. That That shit from Hoddle was fucking inspirational. And, and before we go on Nico,
0: I, I I just had a thought like if you want a fucking better world for yourself and for your family and your children, are you really going to continue to participate in the fiat system that is designed to steal from future from from the the whole future of humanity? like it's a very simple choice in my opinion. It's like continue to play this stupid game where they are able to funnel a uh, you know a small cabal of people. The parasitic class is able to use the money printer to steal from everyone else. Or do you just turn the fucking game over and start playing a better game, which is Bitcoin, and then you start building on that game and providing value, and you are actually doing something of worth, even if in your day to day you're like, this is just a grind, and I, you know what's the point of this all? Point of it all. Is to build a legacy, do something of purpose, reach for something higher than the world that we've been given, and I think stacking sats and and being a part of this uh, you know truth movement and and telling more people about Bitcoin is the most important thing to be doing. I don't know, maybe again, I'm just I've drank in the Bitcoin Kool Aid way too much. <laughs>
1: Oh man, Uh, I I love that we ended the, we did the Friday culture uh, with the high note of American HODL, that inspirational (laughs) rant. Anyways, everybody, uh, I want to tell you about the Noddle. Guys, if you're not running your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Reclaim ownership of your money. Uh, Get yourself your own Bitcoin node. You could build one, you could buy one pre-made. Obviously, we recommend the Noddle. It's one of the best. Run a full Bitcoin and Lightning node. It enables you to connect with both the Bitcoin and Lightning network. Your Noddle acts as a back end to the most popular Bitcoin and Lightning applications you want to run. Running a personal Bitcoin node is the greatest addition to make for your financial privacy. I can't emphasize this enough. If you're not running your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Check out the Noddle Dojo. It's in red, and yes, that means it's faster. Run your own wallet back end with Samurai Dojo and enjoy the -the state-of-the-art coin joining with Samurai Whirlpool both straight out of your Noddle hardware. So check out the noddle today anyways everybody no more delay let's jump straight into the meme review
2: Kabim-ray. the daily
1: meme review brought to you by kaboom racks i get this question all the time nico where should i buy bitcoin miners the answer is kaboom racks it's the best place to buy bitcoin miners that's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices start your mining utopia today to check out their racks you got to go to t.me slash kaboom join their telegram group and start your mining journey today Kaboomracks.
0: Kaboom. Kaboom, right. Kaboom. All right, guys. This is the uh, meme review where you send me memes on Twitter. Tag me at Simply Bitcoin TV, or drop them in our Telegram group, t.me SimplyBitcoin. Or if I come across them on the timeline, I will find some good memes. Anyways, tweet to the bullets, memes of the artillery. We are in an in information war. This is why we tell you guys every single day to continue to ridicule the corporate press, continue to get the calls of action into uh, mimetic memetic war or mimetic memetic form because we are in a memetic war and kind of like we did on the culture today, you know, continue to get the humor out there, make your points so that we can keep people's heads in the game because it really does get, um, dark if if you if you're not surrounded by big corners with people that understand the world and also a little tangent um to all the people, hit me up on Orange Pill app. Uh, you, of course, I'm doing my best to like uh, respond to all you guys. But some of you guys out there don't have any Bitcoiners around you, and honestly, like I feel for you. And this is why memes are so important, so that you understand that you're not the only fucking crazy person in the world. There is more of us out here, and we are the silent majority out here. And more people are waking up to this message than the Bitcoin signal, and it's only a matter of time until you get your friends and family on The Bright Orange Future. Anyways, this first meme is by Pedro, a.k.a. at retweet on, or re underscore tweet on Twitter. And uh, I think this one's actually hilarious. Of course, uh, hypothetically speaking, you know, this is a hypothetical meme, guys, before you guys try to say that we are getting calls of violence out there. Uh, We have Pedro here and he goes, the appropriate response to your friend when he says Bitcoin is bad for the environment and it's a guy kicking the other dude in the head. (laughs) Oh man, it's it's funny just cause that's like what we feel, but it's not what we're gonna do. Anyways, this next meme is by Ghost of Nakadine. and it goes, Get in loser, hashtag Bitcoin. And we got these awesome kates in a car with laser eyes, and it goes, Get in loser, we're separating money from state. Let's go. Okay. This next meme is for all you guys out there with no girlfriends, and it's by Robin Sayer. And he goes, definitely wifey material. Get yourself a girl who supports you with Bitcoin fully. Game changer. And we got a girl smashing her boyfriend with flowers over here, and she goes, I don't want flowers. I want you to stack more Bitcoin. As someone that has no girlfriend, I I would take a girl like that for sure. Okay. This next one is at Vivic for real underscore. And he goes, why do you buy Bitcoin? And we got these Wojak Bitcoiners over here. Uh, We buy Bitcoin because number goes up. And then we got some more Wojak Bitcoiners, but they're, they're a little more Fiat Maxis. He goes, we buy Bitcoin to diversify our portfolio. And then we got the Chad Bitcoiners at the bottom with laser eyes and says, we buy Bitcoin to make the world a better place. This is the way. Okay, this next one. Uh, shouts out to Finny J because he's been killing me on the timeline with this check engine light maximalist memes. They're they're act- they're hilarious to me. I I've been seeing him go hard on this meme right now, and I think it's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. because, uh, what is this like orange? Uh, what what are these guys from again? It's
1: uh, the Pawn Star. Chopper, right? No, there's
0: and... the Chopper guys. The I don't know. I forget. Orange County choppers. I think it is. Uh, We got the son here and he goes, you have a car problem. You need to fix it. And the dad with check engine light on his head, he goes, that's not my problem. And then the son goes, that is literally your problem. And then the dad or the check engine light goes, it's my car's problem, not mine. And then the son goes, who owns the car? And the check engine light goes, correlation does not equal causation. And then the check engine light throws the chair and it goes minus one. One hundred plus three hundred 334,448 sats and the check engine lights. Like, you can't tell me how to live my life. Avoid the check engines and stack more sats. Oh my God. Such a good meme. I I I've, I pretty much do this. This is why I think it's so funny. Okay, this next one is Memeing Bitcoin and it's a play on the two people on the bus. We got the sad person and the happy person and we got the sad person saying everything is getting worse and he's looking at this, you know, matrix dystopian future here that's dark and polluted. And then we got the Bitcoiner on the other side. Fix the money, fix the world. And it's bright and orange and technological and just a better future. And, you know, just doubling down on the culture in memetic warfare. Anyways, this last meme is by the Bitcoin Conference, aka at the Bitcoin Comp on Twitter. And it goes, Bitcoin is just getting started. And we got a, you know, number go up uh, visual here of old cell phones into the apple and we got the big 80s brick phone and we got an Nokia phone with the with the antenna and then we got you know the the nokia that used to play snake on and then eventually it goes into the apple iphone and he says we are here at the very beginning of this revolution there's still so much to be done there's still yet to be the killer app of bitcoin the iphone moment for bitcoin but it is coming. It is coming. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat over there, guys, over on the other side of Nico, and we will cover hours live. All right, Nico, I think you're going to like this one. You might have done this one in the past, but my – oh, West Coast Choppers. All right, guys, sorry. Not Orange County Choppers. West Coast Choppers. Shout um, out to the chat. My, it, my score for today is some tahin. If you know, you, you don't know what tahine is? No. Wow. Uh, it, It's just like spices, bro. It's like Mexican spices. You put it on fruit. You can put it on your michiladas. You can put it on. Michiladas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that? I've never. No, dude.
0: Mean. Michiladas is a beer with tomato juice and the Tabasco and a oh, little right, bit of tahine on know. the rim.
1: That sounds fucking that You sounds put it on your
0: margaritas. Come on, dude. You. You're Venezuelan, okay. I'm, You're not Mexican, I guess. Bro. I guess you don't I'm like Venezuela. spicy things, we, delicious we, things.
1: We we we, we
0: eat arepas and pavillos, bro. A lot this of is, bland things. I'm different. hearing a lot of bland foods over there. You need some spice. You need some <laughs> tahini. It it's not candy, but it is candy. It's this is delicious. I think uh, it literally says it's not candy on here, but it oh, is man. candy. All Get right. yourself some um, juice, boys. I'm gonna give it.
1: I'm gonna give it the back of a novel. Look,
0: we're matching. Oh, okay. There we go.
1: Alright. Alright guys. Also, uh, you've never had a Michila.
0: Cheese, bro.
1: Never had a michila. I'm missing out. I need, yeah. I need to have uh, one now. Yes, Anyways, yes. restream added restream added music. Really? So, Definitely uh, putting
0: it on mangoes, yeah. bro. Whoa. <laughs> Well, uh, shouts All out right. to Opti Field Boy. Uh, it wasn't '80s music, but it's close. Uh, if you know, you know. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, guys, put your put your scores in the
1: chat. Let's pull it up. All
0: right, let's see. All
1: right, first one by Dennis Lassen. Meme review. Get in loser cats memes. Today I don't give. I take Mike's monsters and other shit coins away
0: from them, sell it, and buy Bitcoin with it. <laughs> Is there another song? Is there another song? We need a little more hype. Uh, Alright, let's try this one.
1: Uh Ski Skiu, f- oh, 5 There we go. American Hoddles mental yeah. model.
0: Yeah. It's a good mental model. Let's try
1: this one. Um, Bitcoin for Canadians (laughs) (laughs) Bitcoin for Canadians I give those means a future filled with free speech and hyper-bitcoinization All right, we we need to find more hype Did we do this one? I think we've tried that one All right, next one Hado coin. I give the memes Christine Lagarde signature. Oh, wait, wait a second. I got a, I got called out on a recycle. You're right, bro. You're absolutely oh, right. Oh, God. Um, that's right. I'm going to give it this Kodak thing and it has like pictures Kodak black in the yeah. chat. All right. Roman. meme score. One score of mich- Michiladas for everyone in the chat. Woo. All right. All right. Next one by Rave Elevator. Score a pack or heirloom seeds for, for the garden. Okay, All right, okay. it's some Good stuff. The goblin dude, every shit corner weeping when the year 2030 comes.
0: Okay. Hey, yo, All hold right, on, Rusty. Good. This better not be
1: fake news. I give those memes a yellow plushie that's on the way to opt in. Aniko. By the way, uh, World of Rusty, if anyone doesn't know, he is one of the most talented graphic de- designers that you'll ever meet in your entire life. Hit him up on Twitter. He's amazing. Uh, so shout out to Rusty for that. Anyways, uh, Censored Score. Can't read that. <coughs> no, this one's all right. This one's all it's right. This buzzer. one's all right. All right. Opti, e-boy, ice cream, yum, yum. Mm, ice cream, so Cens- good. <laughs> censored Score, my waifu. I don't want more Bitcoin. I want my want food for the babu.
0: Okay. AKA uh, Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. All right, all right guys. Anyways, everybody. Anyways, you know what? Hold everybody. on, Nico. Thank before so we go much. on. That we that music right, just right. wasn't the vibe, I'll be honest. I it kind of killed know. the it was, energy. It, it kind of killed the energy. I know.
1: I know, I took it down. Let's let's end with that. Let's end with lo-fi. All right. We'll end simply Bitcoin. Take it Lo-Fi. down a notch. Bring you back to reality. Well, it it is the weekend, so All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in this week. This has
0: been Simply Bitcoin on NPR Radio <laughs> Hour. Welcome back. We will see you on Monday.
1: <laughs> we'll see Everyone, please, please enjoy your weekend. Don't forget to stay humble, stack sats, and enjoy the rest
0: of your Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it changes the dynamic completely.
3: Yeah, Anyways, in good. all seriousness, good, guys.
1: And, and in all serious guys, you've been listening to Simply Bitcoin. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed the show, smash that like button. If you feel like we provided you value, consider subscribing. But the number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share this content. In fact, share all Bitcoin content. Don't share co- don't share shitcoin content. That's counterproductive. Don't shitcoin. It's bad for you. I'm your host Nico's, my co-host Opti. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to join the after party, Opti over there, Opti over there is going to be holding it down with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin, best place to build your Bitcoin stack. I also saw Stamp Seed, one of our new sponsors in the, in the space as well. So shout out to them. Uh, we're going to be hosting, we're going to be holding it down until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So about uh, about 30 minutes or so of uh, Simply Bitcoin after party on Friday. But we'll be back on Monday, 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Simply Bitcoin live. Until then, peace out, everybody.
0: What's up, everyone? We are back. It is the Simply Bitcoin Spaces. Come hang out with us. Come up here. Request a talk. Uh, we can talk about everything over here on the news, but I don't know. I, I'd much rather just like talk with Bitcoiners and, and pick your brain and see what you think is going on. Let's, let's speculate a little bit. Let's get some tea leaf reading on today's Spaces. Uh, I wanna, I wanna pick your guys's brains and see what do you think the price is doing. I wanna speculate today, Nico. I'm sorry, not sorry. I wanna. I'll, he's shaking his head. I wanna know what the sentiment is. This is called market research. I wanna see where everyone's heads at and what the sentiment is in regards to what the price is doing. I, I have my views on what's going on, but we will see what is going on. Did Nico? Hold on, one second, guys. I think Nika dropped out without.